What's up, friends? Episode 5 of the live show. But why not? We have Corey Chisel. This was a highly anticipated episode for me. Um, I hope Corey comes back because we had the most technical difficulties of any show ever uh, on this episode. And to be honest, I was a little nervous. Um, in part because I figure me and Corey have a lot in common in terms of interests and ideas. And on my fifth episode, there was like territories I didn't want to get into. Corey had a very limited amount of time. We sabotaged that amount of time with all of our technical difficulties. Uh, but I think we still had a great conversation. Um, you're going to have to ignore that the audio quality shifts throughout the the episode, but I hope you enjoy. Uh, we talked about kind of music industry and what he was up to about a year ago. So, episode five, Corey Chisel. Five, four, three. What's up, friends? What's up, friends? We're back. But why not? But why not? All right, folks, welcome back. We had a technical difficulty. Most people probably won't even notice anyways. So we are here with Corey Chisel. Very excited about this. I'm Evan Frymuth. Just to go over it quick, this is But Why Not Podcast. We want to put forward long-form discussion in order to push the culture forward in Northeast Wisconsin. And this is episode five, if I didn't say that already. So we've been talking a little bit while we were trying to figure this out. And uh, Corey, you have a really cool thing going on with the uh, this Jamison Music Program. Yeah. So um, start off with like an overview. Like, sure. What does this thing look like? So Jamison Whiskey uh, asked me to collaborate with them on a campaign called Love Thy Neighborhood, which is all about how music essentially is informed by the neighborhoods that we come from. So someone like myself, which if anybody knows my career, I'm inextricably tied to Appleton. You know, essentially it's like the characters that are in the town make up my music, the, you know, this is the place that fostered my career, it's the place I've launched every good and bad idea for better or for worse. And so they allowed me to look uh, for 10 U US cities to find an, a unique artist in each one of those cities and then uh, create um, a tour where we would visit each city with all 10 of the artists from the other ones and throw essentially like a huge party celebrating what's authentic to each neighborhood. So it took, it mixed a whole bunch of things that I'm interested in, which is like food, fashion, um, activism, music, poetry, and allowed me to just kind of like run wild around the country um, organizing these parties. Sweet. So the so that's, that's different than how I understood it at first. So you're finding the cities you're touring that's where the individuals are coming from. Yeah, so each, so 10 artists, 10 different cities, okay. and each one of those artists for a reason or another are sort of inextricably tied to that town or the neighborhood okay. that they grew up with. You know, it's like their music is a product of where they come from, cool. if that makes sense. Yeah, so did they end up hosting their city's party? That's it, so we, we trade, so it's kind of like, it's sort of like Anthony Bourdain, for those of you that follow that, where every city's kind of competing to like outdo the other city, and when we uh, play in that artist's home city, they become the headliner of the show. Okay. So 
everybody gets a turn to be on top and to show that their neighborhood and their city has uh, something beautiful going on and that we explore it together and uh, change throws a big party around it and sweet great time. That's awesome. So I'm curious how like being someone who tells stories and creates content like how do you guys tell a story around that like is it really focused leading up to that city like on that person or does it just kind of like play out through the event my 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 way of doing it is to let things happen very organically which is just my approach some people like to really plan everything ahead of time sure. um, I convinced enough people to just let me do it my way which is um, I let the restaurant or I let it I let the artist pick the restaurants I let the artist pick um, the clubs that we go to you know, I said I got 24 hours in your town to fall in love with it, and your job is to make me know why you choose to call this home. And those artists just take me on this beautiful grand tour of the places that that mean something to them. And then we throw a party. Um, it's actually a three-day trek that we do with each of the others. So we spend two days in their town exploring, and then on the third day we throw a giant concert to celebrate their neighborhood and to create a community project. So. It costs money to get into the concerts, which are roughly, they're under $50 to get into. Okay. But then we were raising, with those resources, we were raising in the neighborhood between $20,000, $30,000 to do a beautification inside of their community. So it would be like, uh, a lot of them have underfunded recycling programs, or they need right. community art or community gardens. Like so one big thing. One big thing. Sweet. We celebrate, we enjoy, we dig in, we eat the sights, the smells, the sounds, wow. and then we try to leave the community uh, more beautiful than when we found it, so that that just keeps happening. That's awesome. What's been your favorite place so far? Hard to say. I mean, are you allowed to even? I, pick yeah, I'm allowed to say whatever I want. I I really I it, the, my favorite cities I've I've known for a long time that Nashville's great. I right. lived there part time. I know right. that Austin, Texas is amazing. San Diego, who doesn't know it? I think some of the cities that have been more exciting to me have been like Miami. Sweet. Um, there's a side to Miami. There's like the Miami that's like South Beach and like glitz and glamour and you know yeah. muscle men and super babes. But there's also this super vibrant. Art sure. to go with the super babes. It's yeah. just like this crazy off the wall art scene um, that's like Haitian and Creole and yeah. you know Cuban, of course, and it's all blending in this like skateboard graffiti culture, hip hop culture. It's just unlike anything yeah. else. Oakland, California is a lot like that too. Is that where that scene is kind of coming up that we were talking about? What do you call it? Yeah, there's there's like a avant garde or like an alternative R and B scene that I'm like really yeah. fascinated with, which okay. is. You know, a lot of hip hop and um, R&B artists that are bored to tears with yeah. the popular. Now that hip hop took rock and roll's place as the most popular form of yeah. music, there's a reaction to that. Yeah, how do you make it new again? Mm -hmm. So would you say Miami is kind of like hot with that right now? Yeah, I'd say Miami. Sweet. I mean, I obviously I've only spent a number of days there on that tour, right. but it was pretty much non-stop. I could see something that was feeding my soul. Oakland, yeah. um, Oakland, California is a lot like that too. San Francisco, of course, is known for being a being place, but Oakland is just shockingly cool. You yeah. know? And, the, and um, Chicago has an enormous amount to offer um, yeah. musically as well too. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know if it's the internet connecting these things, but definitely feels like there's a lot of cool niches just on the up and up. So. There is, yeah. And that, that's, you know, the cool spot usually 
you know, changes as one thing becomes, you know, everybody knows about Nashville now, so yeah. now everybody's going to go down Got there looking that, for yeah. it, but, you know, the scene's kind of already moved on. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, my personal belief is that Appleton, where we're from, is one of those places on the come up. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so based on that, like what, like what about Appleton makes you say that? What are you most excited about in terms of what, where we're headed? I think what makes me most excited about where we're headed is the direction of our growth in diversity, mm-hmm. our, glo- our growth and willingness to accept um, inclusion of communities that are ignored in a lot of parts of Wisconsin. Um, I think that, you know, it's affordable place to live. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's a lot of community support, at least in my experience from starting my own music and things like that. There's people who are yeah. willing to support. Yeah. Um, dreamers who are taking a risk and following their dream Absolutely. and um, I don't know you know beer and cheese and yeah everything else don't either. Yeah. absolutely I feel like I would make this argument that like you're a big part of that oh, thank you. yeah with what you're doing with like the refuge and stuff like that thank you. and um, like what like what is the refuge like how like how do you guys like influence I don't want to I don't know that's like a bad way of saying it but like influence the scene around here well I mean, I'll tell you the truth. The, the route that we take, of which there's a million routes you can take, our, ours is to just try to connect as many um, people who care about the word community, who are artists but truly care about their communities, and invite them to experience ours and ask them to dig in to help build, you know, to basically hand them a shovel and say, yeah. we, we have an idea of the city we would like to unearth, right? Mm-hmm. I think Appleton is beautiful the way it is, but I think um, if we don't believe it can constantly get better, I would I would move on, you know. Yeah. And and so the way it's going to get better is by bringing in these outside influences to contribute to the tradition of greatness we already have, and allowing them a piece of the canvas to to create. And I think Appleton does a great job of anyone who shows love to Appleton. Appleton's willing to adopt you and say you're one of ours like this is a hometown for you too yeah and I think if we stay on that path and we don't just use it as a marketing trick mm-hmm. but if we're actually dedicated to that then the refuge tries to bring people who are foremost in their creative fields but are willing to give back are willing to teach kids to songwrite are willing to Sweet. pour in with our veterans and help them deal with PTSD through the various art forms whether it's painting or or songwriting and we work with our um, people experiencing homelessness as um, you know a super valuable voice that we have in our community that we need to hear from mm-hmm. um, to become the place I think we have the potential to be. Absolutely, that's awesome. So, um, are those broken into like programs like those things yeah. you mentioned, like the helping the helping the yep. homeless and the vets and that is. So when when people come to take a residency, when they come to finish an art project here, we help a lot of times for them to seek funding to finish their project. Say, hey, don't finish this in Miami, come finish this in Appleton. Mm-hmm. We'll help you figure out how to get your project complete. But in exchange for us helping you, we need you to help pour into our communities to work with our veterans, to work with our kids, to work with our populations experiencing homelessness. There's another huge at risk uh, population that I care a lot about um, the mental health of um, you know males between 25 and 55 our, our suicide rates are at all-time highs I mean 33% rise and, and a lot of that I think comes from uh, toxic masculinity these cultures that 
you know, things that were set up that don't allow us to express ourselves or, or deal with pain that we've caused. And the art yeah. is a way that we can make even the ugly things about life beautiful. So yeah. we ask people to contribute in that way. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, definitely. That that's just like a kind of a known thing, right? With guys, is like they you have to be able to express yourself, like, and whether it's yeah, whether it's music, art, martial arts, in some arts, way other anything. than anger, you know what I mean? Yeah, in some exactly. way other than, you know, and you get uh, you. I see that too with music, especially in hip hop or in you know the punk rock scene. There's certain acceptable male stereotypes for expression, and it's usually aggression. outrage and rage and aggression. Um, but you know. We need to support, you know, the uh, the expression of, of the more Positive. realer feelings we're feeling, which is often confusion Definitely. and, you know, grief from the way things are. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's, yeah, there's so many other ways to deal with that. Um, but I think that, like, I do think that's changing all around. And I think it's cool that we can be a part of it, too. Agreed. And obviously, the refuge is doing great things with that. Um, so how, how do, like, how does a resident get discovered? Like, how do you, right now, um, we are on a recommendation basis. So okay. essentially, uh, an artist who has completed a term of residency has the opportunity to elect other people. Okay. Um, so we have, you know, not every artist is from out of town, mm -hmm. um, because we are not full of cash and money and resources. Sure. We're, we're really limited right now by, um, how many artists we can, ha like the hard part for me is. I want to help as many artists as we can because I want those artists to touch as many lives in our community as we can. Yep. But it's like anything. We're, we're in a race for, to raise funds and to take care. Our building that we take care of, uh, that we work out of is, you know, beautiful old monastery, but it's like it costs money and, right. you know, so we're yeah. always in a race. To, it's like if we, if we met our fundraising goals and one day when we do, I think yeah. it will have a huge impact, but now we're doing as best we can. Sweet. So in terms of the refuge project, and then the Jameson tour, mm -hmm. like, like how does how does that pull on you? Like, which one? Like, is one of is it like eighty twenty? And then I know you got other things. I going make on. them all feed the same purpose. I mean, like in in my mind, so Jameson Whiskey supports Refuge Foundation for the Arts. Cool. Uh, in turn, I'm able to help them build these programs, mm -hmm. and um, all these artists will be headed to our area um, this summer. Um, either as a part of a Jameson event or just individually. So this Sweet. all, you know, everything ties together. So, I mean, there's times where I'm switching hats where I'm like a songwriter or um, an organizer. Mm -hmm. But, like, in actuality, like, I've never been the kind of artist who can just sit all day and think, like, what song. I, I have to have all this going on. It's That's what sparks creativity for me. Like, yeah. songs are easy as long as I'm as long as I'm inspired and this yep. work is inspiring. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I know you said you like the hip hop scene and, uh, this kind of budding alternative hip hop scene you're really excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, does that mean you consume those scenes more or does that mean like you're actively trying to become a part of them and by like your own creation? I'm actively just being myself, you know, and I, what I'm finding is similarities. You know, yeah. I, I come from a background of like, more outlaw singer songwriter yeah. poet voice of the people how different is that really yeah than what's going on in the hip-hop scene it's like in a lot of ways um you know we're not motivated by consumerism um mm -hmm. we're motivated by expression and connection yeah and, and um Art. you know the fact that we look different or dress different 
all that stuff you're seeing all that stuff meld i mean i mean a lot of people in the hip-hop community look like all my friends look like with mohawks and skateboards in their hand that's like yeah what i think is beautiful about art is that it transcends stereotypes Mm -hmm. and there'll always be an industry that'll try to sell you those stereotypes but the artist will always stand outside of that and say like i mean i guess yeah right yeah That's not me. But, but ultimately, okay. we, we work yeah. for each other and for the community. And Sweet. so I don't see any difference in hip-hop music. I mean, yeah. what's the difference? Yeah. I mean, Bob Dylan, if I was just like, Mama's in the basement, making it up the scene, man. I'm gonna, I mean, yeah. what is that? It's, he was hip-hop music. Yeah. If you look at it. Just something you know, just people have never seen. A Jewish kid from Minnesota as opposed to, yeah. you know. That's awesome. What you have. Yeah, I think I'm starting to see like truly what you said you're like i'm not a planner he said right mm-hmm. up front i don't remember if it was while we were live now or before but mm-hmm. that makes sense where do you think that uh like renegade spirit comes from for you an inability to ever adhere to authority i don't know i've just had it since i was a little kid i just never gotcha. you know one thing i think some people have is like i don't see differences musically that i think other people do like mm-hmm. i've never been interested in music as a genre i've been interested it either gives me goosebumps and calls me to action yeah or i'm not interested in it yeah i couldn't listen to something just because it's punk rock and someone tells me it's punk rock and like it yeah i could not like it just as easily so right i you know i think at times with my own personal career i think that's limited my own growth because i haven't been able to like jump on one movement and people can't get their head around well, what is this guy? You know what I mean? Is he right. a songwriter? Is he a guy who puts on festivals or whatever? But, yeah. you know, it's just what's making me happy. That's awesome because what you just said is, like, the perfect expression of, like, what everyone I feel like is trying to say, but they don't know it when they're like, oh, I like everything. Or, like, I like everything but, like, one thing or something like yeah. that. I mean, when they say but one thing, they're obviously mentally limiting themselves. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just, like, that conversation. It's just the mainstream conversation that people just accept and that yeah just, and the hard part is yeah. is that 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 doesn't come from nowhere that comes from marketing that comes from people attempting to compartmentalize human beings mm. you know uh by their affluence by their mm-hmm. race by their i see a great yeah. benefit to the destruction of that type of worldview and i don't think that you actually authentically ever worry about looking through your phone if you should or shouldn't be listening to something based on the fact that you're appear to be you know a certain way a certain way you know like we do in private we allow ourselves this freedom but in public you know we're all trying to figure out like who's republican democrat who's yeah what and you know like who should i hang out with yeah we advocate for the destruction of that it's like use your gut trust yourself yeah that's awesome man that's funny because right when you said that like i don't know it just wasn't top of mind for me but it, Mm -hmm. it definitely makes sense um okay so i don't know i can't come up with anything to tail off of that okay. but uh i do want to ask you about the um like the collaborations we were talking about so um why don't you tell us what like what collaborations you have and like i guess how often are you out there collaborating with people because like i'd like to find these these singles sure you know, yeah right? well i mean an unusual one that people wouldn't expect that refuge foundation for the arts has helped with is an artist named kami who's from chicago um got together with um this other phenomenal artist named joey perp and this other guy who's got a pretty big name right now it's chance the rapper and um they were in need due to the volume of output that that these cats put out i mean yeah. there's not a music industry that can act and react in real time. 
So when these guys want to put stuff out, a lot of times these artists are like, we want it out now. And record labels and the, the former old school industry says, it's like, well, where's our business plan and our strategy? And they were like, look, we want to put this out now. So they mm -hmm. tapped us to help um, uh, organize the publicity uh, behind that entire release. So you have, yeah. you know, one of the largest artists in the world adding their verses to the newest up and coming stuff that's happening and in, in an organization like Refuge Foundation for the Arts assisting from Appleton, Wisconsin, that gives you an idea of the way the landscape works. So you, you don't have to be from anywhere now. You can be from here and be working yeah. on those type of releases. It's awesome, man. Internet's blowing everything up. It's changed everything. Yeah, that's sick. Um, so that's so when we were first talking, that's the collaboration you were talking about, right? Yeah, that's okay. just one way that we've Sweet. assisted artists in uh, reaching a broader audience um, through this format that we've built in Appleton here cool. through Refuge Foundation for the Arts, which is essentially um, Kami will be coming back, uh, I believe, in September here, uh, here to Sweet. sort of assist, you know, to do his part in our community based on the help that we've been able to facilitate for him. And, wow. you know, everybody wins. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, cool. How did you guys get connected? Well, Kami and I got connected through the Jameson Music Program. Okay. Was um, he the representative for Chicago or he something? Was, he was one of the artists that kept coming up along with another artist named No Name, who we love her immensely. Yeah. I mean, she's super cool. Um, but my friend, one of my partners, Kurt Kempen, who's booked Mild Music for mm -hmm. ages up until this year, uh, he had stumbled across his music. And, you know, we had we were listening to mountains of underground cool hip-hop stuff from chicago and yeah. he was the guy that just stood out and sweet. on and on we go sweet how much time do you spend well so how does that situation arise i guess like were you with kurt listening to that kind of stuff yeah i mean kurt okay. works with me at refuge foundation for the arts and he's uh probably the most dense encyclopedia of what you should know about and cool. if you don't have him on as a guest you are crazy because for an yeah, hour he could just will. say like here you should be aware of this you should be aware of this you should be aware of this but if you walk past Kurt in a grocery yeah. store nothing in you is going now that guy knows about you know yeah like because he's to. he is by nature uh one of the most humble he's not the guy who's going to yeah. stand on the table and say you should listen to my taste but yeah. he's he's an oracle and he's right here that's awesome mm -hmm. That's such a cool position to be in too. Like how, like how, so was he doing music booking before he came together with you guys? Yeah, for he Mile? Was where, um, he, yeah, he was, um, but he was, you know, kind of soldiering in the darkness. Like a lot mm -hmm. of people were, where, you know, he wasn't getting paid to do it. He wasn't, he was just doing it cause he wanted to make this town what he felt like it deserved to be. And, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes if you're working like that, other people see you and hook up. Yeah. You know? Pick you up. That's awesome. Does he create it all, or is he just passionate about music? He creates, uh, I would say... Can we plug any of his stuff? And or? he doesn't create music. Oh, okay. um, he is... How do I explain it? He is a creator in, in the network that he creates is of, of people that... He's a connector. ...should know each other. <clears throat> and I, that, I look at that creative expression as just as valid as oh, the songwriting huge. expression. Again, in the... I don't see divisions with creators. It's like, you know, what you're doing yeah. is the same as what we're doing. Yeah. We are doing our best to contribute beauty where there was not enough. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's cool. Yeah, it's the same as the same as the music metaphor from earlier. Mm -hmm. um, connectors are massively important. Mm -hmm. um, cool. So how, like, how did the Jameson thing begin? Uh, slowly. I mean, I started uh, playing shows that they... Uh, we're sponsoring for years early in 
cool. my career and mm-hmm. um you know just friendships form i mean that's the thing is like um just friendship i mean like uh, everything yeah. that i have in my life that's turned into something that's bloomed mm-hmm. has come through friendship and that's everything awesome. that's decayed has come from our values just not lining up ultimately or not having the same goals sure. to take us to the next chapter kind of okay. thing so you know just keeping aware that a person i met 10 years ago you know you never know 10 years down the line how you might be working together certainly when i met you know the people who were representing jameson irish whiskey i didn't have any clue that this right. would be where it led but that's how life goes sweet how long have you been doing music well, I've been making music since yeah. I was a child. I mean, okay. I've never not been making music, I guess, in that sense. I was always encouraged that music was valuable, mm-hmm. and so I never stopped. Cool. Um, I've been making records since I was 13 years old and, wow. you know, being laughed at it for it sometimes. But, about, yeah, I bet. You know, but ultimately finding way more support than, um, than not. And outside, yeah. my whole career is an accident. I mean, one after the next, you know. Yeah. I, I never intended to be... A professional songwriter i never intended to be a person who built music festivals mm-hmm. i think um i just get excited by saying why not i mean what's the name of your podcast i mean but why not yeah, yeah. but i mean that's pretty much the <laughs> crux awesome. of how we're yeah, sitting here absolutely yeah that's so true it's the best question to ask someone with a very rigid mindset mm-hmm. why not um sweet so before i ask you some like hardcore like what do you plan because now i know you don't what is your intuition what what's your intuition have you most excited about right now out of like the big projects that you're doing or maybe some like some idea that's ruminating yeah i mean i think always at the forefront of my brain is the growth of this specific community and it's not because i care about this community more than others but the canvas that we have right now, like we have a real opportunity to change yeah. for the better. And that to me is really, really exciting. Um, I'm going to continue my work with Jameson and, and other partners like Jameson now, as you can imagine, has yielded all kinds of whole nother sets of opportunities to work with um, other forward thinking entities that aren't necessarily just brands. But um, there's a lot of people who feel the change that's coming in the world and want to be a part of 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 helping the artistic birth of that change so um i I work a lot with our our native american communities uh both here and nationally i think that there's huge leaders inside of that community and that their voices will um be less ignored i mean i I think Mm -hmm. at some point with where we're headed environmentally spiritually we're going to have to rely on the cultures that uh that we're living in a more harmonious way. And I think um, supporting their leadership is a huge thing to be involved with, but mm-hmm. using Appleton as a canvas to, um, to support uh, those new voices that are gaining strength is really what I'm most excited about. Cool. There's a lot there, obviously. Um, like, yeah, that Native American piece, that's big. Yeah. Another whole, we could have a whole, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Jay council, if you're ever looking for another artist to have on, uh, he was our first artist in residence at, uh, at refuge and, uh, he's proud Oneida artist as well too. And there's a reason that we, uh, you know, began our support of artists through supporting him specifically. And Mm -hmm. he's another great person to give that perspective. Sweet. So yeah, as long as that will take hours to even like get deep enough into where we can offer anybody anything, I feel mm-hmm. like, because um, that's obviously 
very spiritually deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to unpack the Appleton thing. Sure. So um, basically, I know you have you have like a strong understanding of like how to push this canvas forward, this mm-hmm. this big art change. Um, just well, I like, don't know if I have an understanding. I have ideas. I'm not willing to. Vo- I'm not afraid to voice. <laughs> right. Right. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you have a mindset that's going to like allow you to keep trying new things. That's going to, yeah. and you're going to find something, some things that work, some that don't, like sure. you said. And like, um, so what do you think people as community members potentially listening to this? Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's kind of an abstract idea, just like birthing this yeah. art culture on a blank canvas. What do you think that they can do? Um, whether they're creators just straight up, enjoying nine to five but they want to be a part of the art community um or someone who maybe wants to be a creator like what kind of like what kind of takeaways i guess could the biggest thing i can say to anybody is everybody has something they dream of having happen in this community Mm -hmm. what they have are a bunch of reasons why the thing that they would want can't happen and all i would ask them to do is to accept the idea that failure is not worse than not trying. If you've got an idea, if you've got an inspiration, I mean, there's very little magic in the world to have an idea that just pops in your head that you feel extremely strongly would contribute something. Mm -hmm. If you're not willing to do it yourself, talk to your other friends and, and you, it will take a village to do it. Nobody can do anything by themselves. Nothing that I've done in this community has been Corey Chisel. Mm -hmm. There's always been, Corey Chisel with X, Y, you know what I mean? Like yep. it's, it's, I think we need to not be afraid to reach out to one another. I think we need, we need to not be afraid to tell each other what we dream about. And, and, you know, if you get laughed at, you get laughed. Every, every great idea was laughed at by somebody who right. wouldn't let themselves dream. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to think about the town that you want to live in. And instead of spending a lot of time on Facebook complaining about what we don't have, start thinking about how you can help us have it. Definitely. It's as simple as that, you know, and then talk to your friends because you will need your friends Mm -hmm. and intergenerationally talk to people who are older than you talk to people who are younger than you because those resources, you know, if you're 21 years old watching this, you don't have money to start this kind of thing. That's what everyone's thinking. Like I got debt. I've got this. Talk to somebody else who might be completely different than you, Mm -hmm. you know, and never underestimate that weird partnerships are what make things work. Yeah. There might be an unexpected solution. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, shoot. I lost my train of thought. There was like, there was like a contrast piece there, but Oh yeah. I've been thinking recently actually about like just doing something crazy because much like you, you were saying, um, and I don't remember if this was live or not, but you were saying you have to have all these programs all these things going mm-hmm. on to be inspired yeah. and as long as you're inspired like if you need a song to come out or you need whatever like you're confident you're way more confident in the ability to yep. produce something great mm-hmm. uh, in whatever you're doing um i've actually seriously considered lately just like i don't i, I want to do it uh in a timeline that's realistic so that i'm not like oh i want to do it every day and then if i don't do it i'm mad at myself or something but yeah I want don't to do, find a new way to shame yourself. Right. <laughs> I want to do something that's like, okay. And yeah. Okay. So, but just like doing something new, like every week or something, like go to an old folks home and just talk to random people do or it. like do e- that. Exactly. I mean that specifically, if that's the first thing off the top of your head, yeah. 
that that's something that I do. I work with St. Paul's Elders Home. It's awesome. And I'm telling you, the wealth, the like perspective that you need on time itself mm-hmm. and the wisdom is in places like that. And if you can encourage Definitely. yourself to step out of your comfort zone and go get inspired in that way, yeah. that's where the energy to do the thing comes from. For sure. And if you have an idea and you're actively looking for inspiration, just like putting yourself in a new situation where you're just you're gaining someone else's perspective, sometimes that's where that's where the magic happens. That's man. it. Awesome. So um so Corey's gotta go. Um I also yeah, do you have any like way people should follow like what you're doing in your Facebook, life? Facebook, social media, whatever. Okay. Okay, cool. Say hi in the street. Awesome. So thank you so much. Thank you for watching. Again, like I said, if you have any questions now or later, we will answer them. And uh, hopefully we'll have some of these awesome people on and we'll get Corey back in here talking about something else. So thank you so much. Make the most of your day. Bye. Thanks, man. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you are doing okay during this corona situation uh support local businesses uh we're gonna be putting out some t-shirts here at venture wisconsin uh as a way to support our business and uh get our brand out there so thank you for watching again like i said i hope Corey will join us again i'm i'm sure we'll make it happen someday but uh yeah this was a, a cool episode for me and and uh, my brother as well shout out griffin uh we've learned a lot since episode five so thanks for watching enjoy yourself <laughs>